Yo, it's your boy Jack F. Yo, I've been gone for a minute, obviously. Damn, it's been a whole month, huh? Last time I dropped the episode was January 20th. Mixed for 22 and 23 at the moment, man, at that time being. And and now we 25 and 34. I, I, I'm not taking any blame for this, but maybe because I stopped potting or some shit. Like, I, I just... um. Maybe because of that, they 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 faltered, man. Um, man, they had some tough losses, bro, to the T Wolves, and they lost to the Pelicans. Like those kind of losses, bro, it 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 was over the top, and I just, I was devastated, man. I was like, what the fuck is is, is going on here when we lost to the T Wolves and the Pelicans, and then um, especially that that T Wolves game, man, that was a heartbreaking game. They played good, and I've story a lot of games. They played good, and then they lost, and then they lost, and then they lost, and then they lost. And then they lost. So, three victories, bro, in a month, bro, in a month time frame. We beat the Clippers, we beat the Kings, and we beat the Warriors. Uh, we beat all West Coast teams. So, I don't remember the last time we beat an East Coast team. Uh, it's been tough, bro. Um, the Bengals lost the Super Bowl. All my fucking bets, trash. My fantasy teams, in the gutter. I was 8-5. Now I'm eight and nine. I was zero and six in one of them. Then I was six and six. Now I'm six and ten. Everything is just woof in terms of sports. My sports life, like um, the Knicks, my fantasy leagues, uh, my my fucking bets. This is all trash, b. All trash. Um, episode one ten, by the way, though. Uh, shit, crazy, son. I'm not really upset or any. I mean, I'm. I'm sad as I understand. I'm devastated, dog. Just watching our team lose like this. Like I haven't been this sad, this just melancholy over Knicks losses. Maybe when I was 21, um, in the 2013-2014 season, bro, when they just lost mad games at the buzzer to the Trey Burke game winner off the glass against the Jazz. Uh, Lance Stevenson at the buzzer game winner. Uh, Brandon Knight game winner. Tyson Chandler. Game winner waved off because his head hit the fucking ball. Offensive goaltending. Uh, Melo, Carmelo Anthony's four-point play, waved off. Um, There's things I remember on top of my head. They called a bullshit foul on Schumpert, Paul George, three free throws, tied it up. They go to overtime, Knicks lose the game. A whole bunch of shit like that. A whole bunch of shit like that Knicks had going on in 2013-2014. Uh, just, just devastating losses, heartbreaking losses after heartbreaking losses. And... This this past couple of weeks I've been nothing short of that, bro. Like and it started on that West Coast trip where, um, as many predicted that the next season could fall apart, but um, not in this fashion, not this way, not this sense, not this. That shit was crazy. Like that game against the Lakers, um, they lost. They was up by twenty one. They played great. R. J. Barrett, ball the fuck out. I was happy. I was devastated once we. I figured we were about to lose uh, in regulation. And OJ Barrett caught that banger. I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" And then you know Lakers, you know, missed some free throws. And OJ Barrett game time three, bang, 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 go to OT, blow it. I'm like, "Fuck it, man!" Just OJ just had a career. OJ just had a career. I just balled the fuck out. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that. And then you know, we turn around, play against the Jazz. We got a 12 point lead, 13 point lead. And I'm with it, bro. I'm with the shits. I'm like, yeah, we can still bounce back from that L we had against the Lakers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we had that, we should have had that game. Fuck it. I was still mad at McGrimes. 
uh, for fouling Westbrook on a three-point. Like, why the him shoot that, bro? That Westbrook shoot that. I still can't believe Westbrook, the Laker fans, was booing Westbrook like that. Like, I want to open, son. But, and people say Knicks fans are tough, bro. But, but we ain't the only fan base that's like that, dog. And I think people got to get that shit out that get that shit out their head, bro. Because uh, Laker fans is toxic. LeBron fans are toxic. Warrior fans is toxic. KD fans is toxic. Celtic fans, Sixer fans. They're all toxic, bro. Like, you can't act like, can't act like it's, it's just Knicks fans. It's obviously, our, our, we just out there more. We just out there more. We love our team more. Knicks fans, uh, I will have to say, we love our team the most than any other team fan that complain, claims to love their team. Uh, amongst fan bases, I'm, we, we'll gladly take that pr- uh, crown. Uh, even though we don't got much to show for it, but we're going to take that crown, blood. And... We gave that game a game with the Jazz, too. And I'm like, fuck. And it's, it's like, crazy because, like, that's when, I guess, the Lakers was when Julius Randle, honestly, been having a great stretch of basketball for the first three quarters or so. And then it just goes downhill from there for Julius Randle. It's tough. I feel bad for him because, you know, he's being, being put in situations where he shouldn't be put in, you know. Um, as far as being the guy to make the decisions in the last three minutes down the stretch of a game, he shouldn't be the one doing that, bro. It's not fair to him. Um, this makes him look, you know, like not like a caliber. Like it makes him look worse than he actually is. That's that's the best way to put it. Uh, he shouldn't be making those decisions, bro. He he should be in a in a position where he should score, or or, or attack the basket, or shoot it, or, or make a pass. He shouldn't be thinking too much, bro. He should be in a position where he got to think about uh, what the fuck should should happen. He should just be making that happen. And obviously, um, B. Rose's injury is is a big reason because of that. Um, but yeah, so Julius Randle putting these weird ass positions, and to make matters worse, I knew we were gonna get obliterated by the fucking Nuggets. We haven't beat the Nuggets in in the Nuggets Arena in over fucking fifteen, sixteen years. Uh, and, and similar to uh, earlier in the season when we lost the two close games to the Nets by two, then we lost to the Bulls by like three. Um, that was another game by Julius Randle where he had a great first first 45 minutes. He was like 6-for-6 six six in the fourth quarter. Didn't miss a shot, keeping us in the game. And then he turned the ball over, missed three free throws, and we lost that game. So, like, you know, Randle been putting these tough predicaments in terms of, you know, closing the game out. I feel bad. But at the same time, man, you got to make these free throws. We, I mean, you putting this, I mean, he should know that he's going to be put in situations quite often. And at some point, I figured, you know, like, fuck it, man. I'm going to be in this situation. I'm going to be ready for them. But I ain't going to lie. Like, I'll be looking at his body language when he got to shoot these free throws, bro. He be looking hella nervous. But um, it is what it is, man. And we lost that game against the Bulls. And we played against the Nuggets. And we just got smacked. And that's what happens when you lose two close games. The third one, either going to win by 30 or you going to lose by 30. And being that I saw this movie before, early in the season, I knew he was getting obliterated by the Nuggets. But the worst part about it was in the third quarter, I like, I'm going to stop watching this shit because I'm going to just go to sleep. I'm going to just head out SpongeBob meme style, you know what I mean? And I wake up, RJ Barrett is hurt, son. Like, like damn, Tibbs. What fuck you doing? Let's take him out, bro. It's 18 seconds. Let's take, yo, bro. Sometimes you got to accept defeat, bro. Got to accept the dogs. And, and Tibbs, I guess he didn't want to accept it. And, and, mm. I mean, the only positive we could look at is like, all right, yo, this this probably gonna get some positive playing time for Cam Reddish. 
you know, guess to bring him into the fold. But in, in the grand scheme, once RJ come back, once D Rose come back, I who's minutes is really being gonna be taken away. It's probably gonna be Cam Reedish. You know what I'm saying? Gonna be our man out. So we blow that game against the Nuggets. Uh, not blow. You just get blown away. Actually, pardon me. And now we're playing against the Warriors, and I'm like, yo, I'm going to just watch this game, bro. It's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. You got to watch these motherfuckers, man. You got to get blown out, but I'm going to watch it anyways. We bought the fuck out, and we almost gave this game away, too. But this is a game if we gave away. I'm like, all right, out of all these games we gave away, this the one if we did give away. I'm like, I could understand why. These motherfuckers got some fucking firepower out their anus, bro. You know what I mean, I, I could I could live with it. I'm not, I could understand it. Steph Curry, Clay, and um, we live with it, bro. Fucking Kumongo was was on some shit. Freak of nature, son. I ain't gonna hold you on the basketball court. So yeah, we pulled that game out, son. Like yo, everybody was playing well. Cam Reddish had one of his better games. Mid range pull up Jays, spot up three steals, deflections. Drew Randall's playing aggressive, son. But. Yo, we was not. We missed all the free throws in the world to make sure that the Warriors stayed in the game. And then that's the game we win, son. Out of all the games, I knew we was definitely going to lose. I'm thinking we're going to definitely lose is the game against the Warriors. That's the one we win. And we had three games that we had a chance to win. Gave all of those away. And honestly, the Lakers game, you, you know, you still, you blow that game against the Lakers. Yo, they got LeBron, son. LeBron did some shit. Um, Malik Monk. Malik fucking Monk, son. Was on some shit also. Like, I, right, LeBron Monk, LeBron. I, you still like I because you seen RJ, son. Do some shit in the clutch. Look, I bet. And now it's playing against the Blazers, son. My friend's daughter turned one. She's like, yo, pull up to the party. I'm like, yo, I'm there, son. Easy money. I'm out there, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's your door breaking, my nigga. You know what I mean? We watched the first three quarters. We busting ass. I'm feeling good. And then, um, I just get this eerie feeling, man. Uh, you know, driving to the to the party. I didn't really listen to the radio. I just didn't want to hear nothing. I just, just hoping for the best, man. And literally, the moment I stepped foot into the party, before I said anything to anybody, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me look at the score real quick. Hey, these motherfuckers is down 98 to 99, son. We down 98 to 99, bro. We was just up 82-59 before I hopped in the V. And then we gave away that game. See, now that's ridiculous because it's not like the Blazers got Damian Lillard on their team. It's not like they got CJ McCollum on their team. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bro, they got people. I don't even know who they... Who these motherfuckers is, yo? Like I know Anthony Simmons, I know some of these guys, but they just traded away the whole team and they were just made available today. And we up twenty three. Yeah, I'm at this party, devastated dog. Like I'm having fun, like I'm balancing it out. I'm having fun. I know I'm at this party to celebrate, and deep down inside, I'm like, yo, we really just gave away this lead, son. We really gave this shit away, bro. And I just had to call my sister. Had to call my dogs. Like, I, I shit hurt, man. Because after that game against the Lakers and the game against the Jazz, 
And then RJ getting hurt like in late in the fourth quarter when he shouldn't have been in the game. Then we blow a 23-point lead. Motherfuckers, yo, that hurts, man. That hurts, man. Like, at that point, you need some sort of therapy, bro. And then, like, all right, fuck it, man. We back in the garden playing against OKC. It's like, yo, yo, Shaq Gil- Gilchrist Alexander is not playing. Neither is Lucas Dorks. And I'm like, fuck. I better have these motherfuckers playing. They're not playing for some reason. And then same thing, man. We up 11. We looking all right, son. We looking all right, son. And we blow this game away. Like, we just... It's not Thanksgiving, bro. Why we giving all this shit away? Like, what the fuck? And now... When the lid comes off, son. Like, the lid is not already off. Like it's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? The lid is like moving and shit, but it's moving like crazy. It's like, what's the word I'm looking for, man? It's 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 critical. Like this shit is moving and maneuvering like the shit, like the volcano about to erupt. It's like a volcano. You hear that mm, noise, like, oh, some shit about to go down, son. And then Wednesday against the next vlogs. Got a stomach virus. My stomach fucked up. I'm out of it. Knicks is busting ass. Um, they up by like twenty something at this point. I didn't know they had a twenty eight point lead. I gotta, I gotta head out to. I gotta go to sleep. So I'm not feeling good. And um, so I go ahead and do that. I go to sleep. Cause I'm not feeling good. They're up by twenty. I'm not excited at all. I'm not sad at all. I'm just numb at this point. And then um, around two a.m., two thirty a.m., I wake up. And my phone is lit. And I already knew what it meant at this point. They gave this game away. And I'm just devastated. And I was more devastated for the fact that it was Cam Thomas busting our ass. And I like Cam Thomas. I think he's a great basketball player. So uh, that hurt. And then, like, it wasn't until a couple of days afterwards where I watched the I didn't watch the I didn't want to watch the highlights. But I caught wind of Bruce Brown doing the Trey Young like, you know, the bowing the bowing out shit. Like, honestly, like, who the fuck is Bruce Brown? Like, I'll get it, bro. Like, y'all beat us, 28-point comeback. That's some... The Knicks is real trash for that. We're real trash for that, honestly. Bruce Brown, bro? Like, I understand if Cam Thomas did that shit. Like, yo, he was bugging the fuck out in the fourth quarter. Like, he was wild and trying. Bruce Brown? Doing that shit. Like, yo, I was... I know Jericho Sims was about to beat his ass. That's why he started walking away, Bruce Brown, pussy, bum-ass. You know, the, guy, the basketball guys, they're not going to lie. Like, say Kevin Durant did that shit, Ben Simmons. Y'all yeah, know what's crazy about Ben Simmons? It's Ben Simmons' presence on the court. It's being on the bench. The Knicks couldn't beat the Snets, bro. Ben Simmons is undefeated against the New York Knicks. He's 17-0, son. That's fucking crazy. Like, he's on the bench. He's just on the bench. On the Nets bench, and the Nets were able to beat the Knicks. The Knicks have never beat Ben Simmons since he's came into the league. That's fucking crazy, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, against When he was on Philly this season, he wasn't on the bench, so the Knicks was able to beat the Sixers. But now with Ben Simmons on the Nets bench, the Knicks still couldn't beat Ben Simmons. This is without KD, this is without Kyrie, we blew a 28-point lead to the Nets. That's fucking crazy, son. It's like the Nets have our numbers, son. Let's just be real. They've been beating us in a lot of close games <clears throat> since KD and Kyrie got here. You know what I mean? Just gotta, it is what it is, but that don't mean I'm going to stop rooting for my team 
And that don't mean I'm not rocking out with the Knicks. That's ex- that's just what it is, bro. I'm rocking out with my Knicks. And it's not like the Nets are in a super great position to be, you know, to be happy. But uh, in this interstate rivalry, that is something to flex about. It's a comeback, uh, a 28-point deficit uh, without your top three dogs. But to have Bruce Brown doing that shit, like, dog, you're not that, you're not that guy, pal. You really shouldn't have. And he did it, bro. I get it. You know, like, yo, if you don't want him to celebrate, yo, if you don't want him to celebrate, you shouldn't let him, you shouldn't be doing Shut the fuck up, all right? Shut the fuck Like, Like, motherfuckers don't have bad games and shit. This is having a lot of them in the fourth quarter. But, like, like the fuck, man? You shouldn't want that to happen. You shouldn't. Bruce Brown's a bum. I'm going to say that shit again. Bruce Brown's a bum. And that's why he missed that lip against the fucking Bucks in the playoffs. And that's why they kept leaving him open. And he's going to be the reason why they're not going to win a fucking championship this year. It's because of that dumbass shit he did against the Knicks in the fourth quarter with that whole bowing out dumbass strategy he just did. He shouldn't have did that shit because that's going to fuck the Nets up. Because as much as I don't like the Nets, I don't got control over who's going to win the championship or who's not going to win the championship. But, you know, Cameron Durant's still in my good graces. Kyrie's still in my good graces. Uh, ben Simmons... There is no grace. Not good or bad, whatever. Cam Thompson, my good graces. Other players, they cool. Got no problem with them. But, um, Bruce Brown? For real? Bro, you my... It takes a lot to you know, to get on my bad side, bro. You my bad side, bro. So, uh, with that being said, I'm gonna just revoke the Nets' um, chances of winning a championship, bro. It's over. Y'all not winning because of Bruce Brown unless y'all get rid of him. But he's going to be the reason why they lose. He's going to make some dumbass plays like he did last year in the playoffs. And they're going to lose because of that. And mark my words, I said that shit, and so it's going to happen. Oh, dumbass, motherfucker. Dumbass shit. But anyways, uh, Bruce Brown shit was crazy. Yeah. So, that's where the lick came off. I was like, fuck this, man. And, you know, everybody was upset. Like, all the Knicks, Knicks, Knicks tape, Knicks show... Knicks fans, Nick Nation, whatever you want to call it, bro. It's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, and now you look at all of this in totality, like, why they played so good for the first three quarters. I, I just think it's, it's rotations, man. It's management. At this point, it don't matter if we play good for three quarters, man. We got to play good for four quarters. So to go down, you got to play the young guys, bro. You got to play Cam. got to play Jericho Sims. We got to play McBride. We only play McGrimes, which is good. But we gotta get the rest of the the rest involved, man. Like Taj Gibson, I get it. Tom Thibodeau's trying to go out winning. Can't be playing thirty minutes, bro. We need our Patrick Mahomes out there, which is fucking um Jericho Sims. You know, like Patrick Mahomes. Put him on the court, bro. He's the lob that he'll get rebounds, he'll make plays, bro. Gotta give him a chance. Same thing with McBride. Uh Campbell Walker is a New York legend, a New York staple. I appreciate it, what he tried to do for us, but it's not working right now, bro. He's had a, a few zero-point games. We wasted a great game of Kemba Walkers against the fucking Trailblazers. Motherfucker was hooping, son. Kemba was hooping. And we wasted that game. Wasted that game. Wasted that game, son. Outside of that game, Kemba has been struggling, though. You know, he had some great touches against the Warriors as well. Um, but, yeah, son. We need to play McBride. I don't know why he's in the G League. We need him on the fucking court to apply pressure to opposing PGs as well. He play, applies full court pressure. We need that shit. 
Uh, let's not forget, Quickly's been in a fucking slump for a hot minute. Um, one thing I do like, though, was even though we lost to the OKC Thunder, um, Thibodeau went back to Quickly for that last shot. But I was still mad at Quickly. Like, how, how many, how, you in a month-long slump, son? Like, come on, you're going to be a slump for 15 games, bro. And then we finally got a good game from Twic, uh, from Emmanuel Quickly. And then we let that shit go to waste. Let the quickly shit go to waste, bro. What the fuck? So, at this point, man, we just got to find a way. I'm not even saying win games. I'm not saying lose games. But we got to find out what talent we have, bro. We know who Taj Gibson is. We know who... Taj Gibson is, yeah. We know who Alec Burks is. We know who... Evan Fournier. I like Evan Fournier, though. He's been hooping, son. He gave me some cool moments this year, man. Uh, especially against the Celtics in the first game of the season. And um, the game I went to January 6th or the 7th. But he scored like 80 million points against the Celtics. Um, you know, he's, he's he's had some great stretches, but he's been erratic at times. Like against the Blazers, one for 13, bro, really. But it's more so, we just need a fucking point guard, son. We just need to manage. Uh, we just need a point guard and it's needed to manage our starters minutes, bro. That's what it really comes down to, son. That's what it really comes down to. You got a point guard. If you got someone with handles, someone that can initiate the offense and put RJ in the right spot to succeed and put Julius in the right spot to succeed, that's what it really comes down to. We just don't got fucking uh, a leader, not a leader, a PG that can do that at this moment. Yeah, the answer could be D. Rose. Uh, maybe if D. Rose, I promise you, if D. Rose didn't get hurt and was out for two months, we would not be in this position right now, son. I promise you, we would not be 25 and 34. We'd either be 30 and 29, or we'd be 29 and 30. We'd be within that feeling. I'm not saying we're going to be third seed, but we are a better team with D-Rose because of that reason. Does that mean uh, we was going to make noise in the playoffs? No, because D-Rose could only do so much for this team. We still need another point guard. So what, the, what I'm trying to say is, D Rose could hold it down for now, but it don't mean shit because let's say somehow we, we were 30 and 29 and we make the playoffs. D Rose is going to burn out because that's too much for, to ever ask for D Rose at this stage of his career. We still need a PG, son. A PG plus D Rose off the bench is what I'm saying. Is what I'm saying uh, could potentially work. And we haven't given McBride the proper chance. You got some other dude with like a foreign name. I don't know how to say it yet. Well, let him fucking play too, son. And this is nothing against Kemba, bro. Because Kemba, he's hurt right now, bro. Like, he's hurt, man. He's not him right now. And, like, I feel bad for Tibbs. But then sometimes I don't feel bad for Tibbs. Because I'm like, yo, what kind of adjustments are you making, if any, bro? If you are making any. Like, yo, we can't just have Julius Randle uh, run down to the ground, man. Our fucking plays, our fourth quarter play is so predictable. That's why we keep collapsing, son. It's our fourth quarter plays predictable, and it seems like some of our players are gassed the fuck out. They're tired, bro. So we need to stop doing that shit, bro. So I was thinking about stop watching the games for the rest of the season, but that's too much of an ask. I know if I don't watch the Heat game on Friday, I'm going to start missing these dudes OD. Like, I love the Knicks, bro. But like, if I stop watching, if I miss a game and I miss two games, 
I get sad, bro. Like, yo, I, think I really love this team, bro. I really love the Knicks, bro. So, you know, imagine how painful it was uh, to, for them to blow that lead against the fucking Blazers. And I've seen them play so well for uh, 36 minutes and then it just all went to waste. That's painful, son. Same thing against the Nets. I saw them play great. Uh, they was up by 20-something, lose. And that's been a story for the last month that I didn't pod. So I'll take some responsibility, man. I'll take some responsibility, but um, I just didn't pod because everything I wanted to say, I feel like everybody else was saying, but I feel like I just got to add on, bro. I just got to say what I got to say, too, even if it's the same, almost the same thing that everyone else was saying. But it was also depressing, bro. Like, I haven't been this sad over the New York Knicks in over eight years, bro. Like, I know we had seasons where we were 15 and 67, 17 and 65, 21 and 41 before the lockout, I mean, for the COVID situation. But, bro, this is just different kind of pain, son. Different kind of pain, bro. And I know Harden's on the Sixers now. And, um, yeah, Harden's on the Sixers, bro. Harden's on the Sixers now. Ben Simmons, like I mentioned earlier, that trade went down. Everybody giving Harden mad heat for wanting to lead the Nets, which I'm not surprised because that's not what he signed up for. Uh, when Harden was on the Rockets, they basically said, hey, we want to rebuild James Harden. So I don't know how he really technically quit on the Rockets when they basically said we're quitting. So if he stayed there in the rebuilding, they would be like, yo, James Harden won't stay even though they want to rebuild. So I could understand, like, oh, that's fucked up. You're building, up, you're building on KD, you're building on Kyrie. But uh, what they got going on right now wasn't the initial plan. It wasn't supposed to be this much drama. I mean, this Kyrie situation, that's not something that you could... Excuse me, I just burped. But um, that you could really predict or think that's going to happen. It just happens, you know. Like, this pandemic shit happened. We didn't know that this, this vaccine mandate was going to be a thing. So that's not Harden's fault. That's not Kyrie's fault. It's just a circumstantial situation. And it, it became, I guess, toxic for Harden and, and the Nets locker room. I, I don't know. I can't speak on it fully. But it seemed like it caused, stirred up some sort of drama. And Harden wanted to be there. So I'm not surprised that he wanted to dip. But um, I'm surprised he's catching this much flack. But at the same time, I'm not. And I will say this, bro. Uh, if the Knicks don't win a championship this year, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Mind the 76ers winning a championship this year. I'm gonna say it straight like that. Uh, the, if the New York Knicks don't win a championship this year, I don't mind the 76ers winning a championship this year. You know, I've always rooted for them when they had Allen Iverson. Um, at times when they had Iggy, but Iggy got on my bad side. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yo, man, this last month being a Knicks fan has been rough as hell. I will say that. But um, I still love my team. And I'm going to continue watching the games, man. Like they, The effort's not an issue. It's just execution, man. Like Julius Randle, like, yo, he's tried it back on defense. I mean, he's playing like 43 minutes, bro. So, like, It's not like he's playing like 34 minutes like last year or whatever he was playing. He's exhausted. He's spending more time on the court, so he got to be more strategic about it. And he's not LeBron James. He's not Michael Jordan. He's not Kobe Bryant. It was Julius Randle. And, like, it seems like I'm I'm taking up for him. I'm really not. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, your fourth quarter, especially in the last couple of minutes of the game, should be much better than it has been. Like, last year, I get it, man. You're used to being that guy. 
even this season, beginning of the season, you're still used to being that guy in the playoffs, you're being that guy. But now, come on, bro. It's been two years, bro. Can we get some improvement in the crunch time of the fourth quarter, bro? Not only from Julius Randle, from the whole team. Like, why is quickly playing so bad, bro? I get it. Maybe because he's being forced into playing a point guard. I think he's just a hooper, man. I think Tibbs has got to let these motherfuckers play, son. And and be smart with the rotations, bro. And it sounds easy said that. I got a couple of ideas, but I don't, I don't really know if it's worthwhile saying. Because it seems like Tibbs is just going to keep doing what he's doing, man. It might cost him his job. But I, I think the best thing for him to do, I get it, man. The playoffs... The play-in was within reach, but the best bet might be to play the youngins, bro. Because whenever the youngins play, there's always effort on the court, man. There's effort and energy, bro. And that's what Nick fans ask for, effort, energy, and passion. And the youth is providing that, bro. And sometimes the vets do, but for the most part, it's been the youth. And, yo, Mitchell Robinson's been hooping, bro. Mitchell Robinson's been hooping. I want to bring that to, to everyone's attention. Yo, we got to keep him, son. Keep Mitch Rob. Um, honestly, yo, we might have to keep these contracts. Alec Burks, um, Noel, you know, those kind of signings for another for another half a season because uh, they're expiring. They might be expiring after. Yeah. So you might have to keep them for another half a season and, and then, you know, they come off the books or whatever. But I still think I'm down to keep Evan Fournier, man. I know everybody want to get rid of Evan Fournier. Yo, he's someone that I look at like, yo, he knows his role. He can thrive in his role. There's no confusion in what he's doing. Whether he's starting or coming off the bench, he knows his role. Son. Him and Quickly, like, they know their roles. Ah, you can start McGrimes. He knows his sort of role, too. And then you got Cam Reddish. That motherfucker don't know his role, son. It's not his fault, but... We need him to get to know his role. I don't mind keeping for you. Like, yo, shooters, we need motherfuckers that can shoot like that, bro. Like, McGrimes can shoot, but not, like, in the same essence of Fournier, man. Step back while I, like, you know, get a little jiggy with it. You know what I mean? Like, Fournier get a little jiggy with it, bro. Like, I know he's averaging 14, but you got to understand, we've been on some weird shit this season, bro. I know if the Knicks get their shit right... We got our chemistry right. He could be an 18 points per game scorer, bro. He could be high. He'll be high, son. And I don't think anyone going to take Evan Fournier's contract anyways. He's probably is a little bit overpaid, but I'll take it, bro. If you're going to pay Duncan Robinson $95 million, $90 million, I don't mind Evan Fournier $80 million, son. He could do more than Duncan Robinson. He just not hasn't been, a, been, a, been in a position to succeed properly. So I think we can address that this offseason by getting a point guard some way, somehow, um, you know, we get some players off the books. There's hope. I'm just saying, Fournier, there's a role for Fournier on this team. There's a role for Quickly on this team. RJ, we rocking with RJ. Yo, this team is not fucking trash, bro. Like, this team is not whack, son. That's what gets me fucking tight. Like, it's not a whack team. We just need a fucking point guard. We need someone with handles and someone that can get everyone the ball at the right spot at the right time. And get some damn chemistry going, son. Your mouth, man. Next tape, next gang. Episode one ten. Your boy Jack F. He was gone for a minute, man, but we back, son. You heard? Bow, bow, bow.